Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? back folks with uh aiden abbott part two good to be back part Eight. three two <laughs> it is, yeah part. technically part three but you guys will never fucking say it's part, part two it's really part three it's really part three yeah this is a the prequel will never happen no It'll never release that's like um if i really need the money <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah how you doing bud um really hot I um I, I can see that you're wearing a tank top, and I don't wear tank tops. No, you do not. But I'm I feel sweat coming out of my face. Really? Currently, yeah. I love that feeling. I honestly, hate I hate it, feeling sweaty. I I used to have that. You remember that old? I had an old Subaru, and yes, it, I remember. the AC. Well, it would constantly overheat, so I couldn't use the AC. Mm-hmm. So I'd always just be sitting in my car, like hot boxing myself. <laughs> and I, everywhere I'd drive, I would just have like beads of sweat, just like cascading down my temple. Yeah, like it's such a That's what I'm feeling fami- right now. familiar feeling to like just be completely fucking hot. See, I had the exact opposite problem in my last car. Um, so there was coolant leaking into the heater core, which meant coolant, like steam, was coming into the cabin. So I couldn't breathe. Breathe. <laughs> so I had to drive with the windows down Ooh. in January in Washington. So it was like I hear it's cold. Twenty five degrees, and I had to like ride with the windows down. I had two coats on whenever I had to drive, and it was so bad that um, the coolant steam would it steam out into the cabin and it would freeze on the inside of the windshield. <laughs> so I had to scrape it off from the inside <laughs> and the ice precipitation that was on the outside. It sucked. Dude, I feel like anyone who is interesting in any way, shape or form has some sort of story like that where they're just like, oh, and then I had to, like my old fucking, tor- not to say that I'm interesting, but my Taurus, yeah, I I, the, the window didn't always roll down or roll <laughs> up. So I had to be very careful when I chose to roll it down. And then sometimes it would just be stuck down and have duct tape, like, because I live in the fucking ghetto, dude. Yeah. So, and like people breaking people cars windows and shit mm-hmm. all the time. And like, I'm always driving around and there's like broken glass right where cars park. Yeah, I've, fucking, no, I've noticed that around here. Yeah. And uh, yeah. just like, I would always have to like duct tape. I'd have to take every, all my personal shit out of my car every day. And yeah. I'm, I have the fucking forerunner now. So like all my shit's in there mm-hmm. and it's like, mm, eh, how much it, do I really yeah. need it? But, but no one's breaking into that thing. It's a fucking tank. Yeah. That's pretty big. Unless they have a good rock really. Uh, yeah. Or just like, I really don't care about their knuckles too much. There you go. I love how we're both like fucking sweating hot. We decided to have coffee. Like hot coffee. Hot coffee. Hot coffee oh it's so good though yeah but honestly the fucking um iced coffee i love iced coffee on a cold day uh i'm uh i'm a hot coffee year-round drinker year-round person uh, that's i know a lot of people are iced coffee year-round i it'll be 90 and i i have to start my day with like a hot coffee that's crazy like if i i can't because i don't know what it is it, it, i think it's probably just a placebo thing in mm-hmm. my head but if i don't have hot coffee mm-hmm. start in the start of the day, I I still get the caffeine headaches. Really? Yeah. I yeah. Know. I feel like I get more headaches when I have the iced coffee too. 
There's something about it. Maybe it's just I'm getting a brain freeze and caffeine at the same time. So I'm, <laughs> my fair. brain's like, this is good, but this is bad. Yeah. You know what I did? I took a fucking freezing cold shower today. I do that when it's... I've never done that before in my life until I moved down here. And mm-hmm. it's been so fucking hot that I've just needed to. I don't do it because of like the heat or whatever. Because like when, when I'm here and wake up and it's hot, my, my house is fine. It's cool. The windows yeah. are closed. It's dark. But I went in and I just uh, poured... I remember reading something about your head being submerged in cold water and how like like how good it is for your system and like some how stimulating like, kind yeah, of thing. Some, yeah some bullshit yeah, like that sense. i think it was like the wim hof method had something to do with it um which is a really cool breathing method which like helps people survive in like fucking freezing temperatures mm-hmm. yeah i've heard about that yeah. i've watched my uh bear grills <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah and um so I would just do that and I like kept getting it colder and colder and it was just submerging my head in this fucking freezing water. Yeah. And I came out of the shower, dude, and I was just like fucking you feel electric. Good. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow. So, yeah. I feel like just like buzzy. You know when like you get like that first good buzz off like some alcohol? Your body's like, hey, we can go. Yeah. <laughs> like my whole body was like that, but it was like more electric feeling. I was like. I like to play a game right before the first sip and it's like. Little did he know what would happen next. <laughs> I don't know if I'll drink ever again. Yeah, really. Oh, you're doing sober, sober tober, sober October. Man, how's that? You look like shit. <laughs> it's no. just my hair, dude. Um, no, that's. I mean, hey, apparently you saying that. Apparently, it's going well. It okay? I. I just feel so good and I sleep so good Yeah, and like my thoughts are clear and Kylie says I'm not like so much better to be around. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's good. That's probably a plus. Yeah. She said something like you're like the person I fell in love with and that fucking broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? Because yeah, I like the first person. Just, <laughs> I like to just hear like the person I fell in love with. It's like, Oh man, how long has that been gone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder how long I've been a fucking. It's like one of those like really, really backhanded compliments. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, yeah, because it, it like stung, but it was also like, but I'm in the good. I'm in the green right now. Yeah, but you didn't know you were in the red. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know, which is funny because I'm trying to think of like, damn, I wonder. Could she get back to the person I fell in love with? <laughs> Is she not there? No, Is she in the red too? Is she like in orange? Don't make me laugh. I'm sweating already. I know. Fucking, <laughs> I know. My, my face is a glaze. Yeah, I feel like my we were shirt's pretty, sticking. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we were fucking. Dude, it's like, it's almost Halloween. It's and fucking it's 90, 90 degrees out. out. Dude, Jesus. I hate this fucking state so much, man. <laughs> like, I hate, like, no, before I moved here, like in Washington, I was like, man, I fucking hate the cold. This shit. I'm going to move to California and be warm all the time. I didn't realize it was going to be 90 in almost November. I think I looked at my hometown. It's like high of 54, low of like 42. So it's not even that like huge of a difference, but Mm -hmm. it's like, and I I remember that's what I hated is there was no variation. My least still, still, I will be honest. My least favorite weather is when it's like 20 degrees and bright and sunny. Ugh. I hate that because there's like... Because it's like, oh, I'd love to go outside. It looks pretty. But you, you're going to die. But my bones hurt. Yeah. And your face hurts. Like in the wind, it's just Ugh. sharp, like snappy hurt. And it's like, 
if it's not going to snow, which it's not Mm -hmm. because it's bright and sunny, Mm -hmm. at least, you know, warm it up a little bit. And the thing about what I like about Washington is the clouds. It adds a little bit of a like a blanket so mm-hmm. it doesn't get as cold when it's cloudy. Kind of yeah, it insulates it a exactly. little. Exactly. Nice. I'm a weatherman yeah. too. Yeah, meteorology is a joke. <laughs> just look outside. Just look outside. Yeah, I didn't even need to look outside. I just fucking No, I woke, woke up, up and I was like, "Oh, fuck, it's going to be hot." Yeah. Cuz my room insulation. Well, is you know what good. I do is I, I this is like some hilarious throwback thing I do. You know, you know, some people who like read the newspaper still, but they're like young. Mm, I don't trust those people. I don't want to surround myself with them. So I don't do that. So we're fine. You can okay. stay here. Um, but you know what I do? I've been doing as I watch the 11 o'clock news on the, the, like the local news yeah. on their websites. And then I watch the five o'clock news, like the 5 a.m. news. Mm-hmm. I am um, on like when I'm working the overnight shift. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm getting all my weather details from there. <laughs> just, there's this one weather lady who they just hire big tittied people now. Yeah. There's this, I forget what, what station well, it is. Yeah. What station? What's it's it like either parent company? K. Well, it's, I think it's Fox. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what what oh, did yeah. you expect? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot. <laughs> they just hired like fucking. Smoky, smoky blonde. She is blonde. She is blonde. She yeah, was wearing dude. this purple dress. It looked like she had two giant grapes in her fucking shirt. Huh. It was ridiculous. I. That's how I knew what was going on in the weather. There was some big titty blonde telling me, and I was like, it's going to be hot tomorrow. But I was, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm like, it's hot right now. <laughs> uh, I, I had a sort of a ritual in in like eighth grade through like sophomore year ish of high school like middle school high, like early high school um you know like high school starts really fucking early mm-hmm. i had to get up even earlier because i had to take the bus to school before i <sighs> had to drive so i'd wake up at like 5 30 5 45 in the morning that's fucked but like it was nice because i had this morning ritual every day of 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 waking up drinking coffee and watching the morning news with my mm-hmm. grandparents and oh. it was just such a I lo- I just remembered that I had that experience recently and it was it was really nice and so I I appreciate local news. I love local news in Washington too because they do all these little cute stories and these animals and shit like that. And I th- yeah, I think that like any good local news will do yeah. some cute things. Like and they that. all have the they all have, you know, every station has their personalities and whatnot and uh yeah, I have an appreciation for local news. No, that sounds so nice. It's like you're you have a fucking super cool, like heartwarming. That's like what is that? That's like a slice of life communal. That's like what is it? Soul enriching. That's like yeah, soul serving exactly. thing you did with your grandparents. And my, it was nice. I, things I like think that. my my grandma passed away when I was in eighth grade. So yeah, it must have been like seventh eighth grade. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, she would always make me breakfast too, and it was like super fucking early. But like she went out of her way to do what that. Angel, no, she was. That's amazing. I want to go to my grandma's right now. You should. I'm fucking making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a pacemaker okay. put in last year. Ooh, she's fine. She's kicking ass. That's good. My yeah. nose too. I, I I go over there sometimes and I'll watch like fucking Wheel of Fortune with her and my dad or something. Mm, I love game shows too. It was so. That's another thing it, we, it was we watched me, a lot. It was grandparents' anxiety yeah. though. I was like, this is. It was like, oh, you know, I don't know what, I don't know how to describe it, but you, are you ever stuck somewhere and you're like, oh my God, I'm never going to get out of here. 
That's yeah. how it felt. I was 100%. like, oh my fucking God, we're just watching a boring ass game show. Mm-hmm. And then like- the- It's mostly with family too, because like other people, I don't really care if mm-hmm. I just like, okay, I'm going to go now. Yeah. But it's like with family, it's like, uh, I, uh, I like, see, I can't even like think mm-hmm. of like how An to excuse. get out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like my dad, well, I'll sit there and I'll watch a movie with him on like TV sometimes. And he put a movie on that I just watched with him like two weeks ago. Really? And I was like- and it's a like a a, bro- a broadcast fucking network, so there's commercials and it's oh, edited. Yeah. So I was like, I'm having anxiety. This is so stupid, boring, and <laughs> depressing. I'm gonna fucking kill us both. Let's, mm-hmm. I need no, like no, no, no. I need to go. So yeah, I, no, I was just like, I gotta go. And it was like a day I had off and everything. And I was just like, Oof. I wasn't gonna see Kylie. So there's just like there's like nothing to look forward to except uh-huh. like fucking leaving yeah i understand that i hate those days when you don't have anything to look forward to you know and you're just like it's usually on my days off like i love a day off but like when i when i don't have anything to look forward to doing like usually i go see noah or something mm-hmm. but if she's got school or whatever like i just like look forward to going to bed and it's like man what happened to me i bet it's even more difficult because you're so far away from like your environment that you grew up in and like everyone i know like i know i know people i know my coworkers here but that, i have not made like a legit i know my coworkers friend. here you're the only one i hang out with yeah me well, too. and kylie i guess you're like you're like a friend but it's like we both are busy and mm-hmm. we have opposite schedules it's true so it's like i like don't have anything to do i don't want to drive an hour to like go spend money by myself mm-hmm. somewhere that i'm unfamiliar with so yeah, I just it, yeah, it's it it's can be pretty fucking like disheartening because you're like I, I have to work up the motivation to go spend money that I probably shouldn't, shouldn't be, yeah. and then I have to gamble on that being a good time. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. are like and like in social situations where I don't know anyone, it's not gonna be a good time. Nope. And especially like you're in like a small town too, so it probably feels even more closed off. Feels so like desolate and you know next time you're fucking bored you have that free day or something Mm -hmm. even if i'm busy or something just be like hey what should i do and i'll fucking tell you what to fucking do around okay i'll 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 take that bet have you been up to slow yeah once Once. no one i no one i went together we really liked it and Mm -hmm. we wanted to go back but um the the day we were i was free she wasn't so i want to to go back before before we move i go like once or twice a month with kylie like it's cute it reminds me of of a because the day we went it was a little cloudy so mm-hmm. it reminded me of a little town in washington not a specific one mm-hmm. but like i would see it being there yeah they had the their little gum wall when there's a huge one in seattle so it was like a that's like right a you mini told one. me about this yeah it was cute oh. i sent a photo to my to my aunt and she's like for a second i thought you were in seattle and oh. i was like not quite. Not quite. Kylie hates that fucking gum wall. Right. She's like, this is disgusting. I'm not going anywhere fucking near. It's just literally just people's mouth disease everywhere. And yeah. I, and like... Don't touch it. That's... Oh, you no, know, right? And I was just like, mm, she's got a point. Because I... I don't know about her, but ever since I was a kid, I've swallowed every piece of gum I've ever chewed. Ew. Which is so like... it. it it's... I don't know. Like, if you chew something, you typically swallow it because it's food. Is gum it involuntary? is no different. No, I just like I just swallowed gum as a kid. My dad did it. I did it. And then a couple like years would go by, and people I would hear this rumor of like people saying like, "Oh, it, it stays in your for seven years for seven. How the fuck 
Does everyone know that? You're not even from here and that's, you know that. That's everywhere. Man. Why? It's Isn't not it real. Weird though. How that like colloquialism? I know it's not real yeah. because Big League Chew smells the same when you shit it out. <laughs> I fucking know. <laughs> I fucking know it's not true because I just look at these people like, oh, goddamn, you're a fucking retard. Am I in the wrong class? And then I realize, like, oh, I'm in the special ed class. Yeah. I'm, in the cl- I'm in the class of the other idiots. I mean, Jesus. They're in the class with you. Yeah. Think about that. Mm-hmm. No, that's like everywhere. That's like the whole same thing. It's like you swallow eight spiders a year in your sleep. Yeah, something like that. Also like, not true, but like it's, yeah, yeah. everyone heard's heard of it. Yeah. But also like, who gives a fuck if you swallow eight spiders a year? I've yeah, never... Yeah, if I don't notice it, then I'm fine with it. Okay, okay, but think about this. If someone said you swallow eight like drops of cum that's not yours a year... <laughs> And during your sleep, I'd first of all I'd want to know why and how. <laughs> but like, but I don't know why or how the spiders got in. I don't know how or the why the thing cum is, droplets got in. Yeah. Would you be okay with that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with it because obviously there's no nothing I can do but, about but, it. But, but imagine you're like in sixth grade and they're like, and on average, you actually the spider. We've heard of the spiders, but folks. Have you heard, you're like in growth and development and they're like, mm-hmm. we actually swallow about six to eight droplets of semen <laughs> a year during your sleep. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, twice a season, every, every two months, we're got, you're, you're get, <laughs> that's come. Yeah. Man. You didn't, you didn't forget to brush your teeth. You woke up coming, <laughs> Timmy. Okay. What, like what would go through your fucking mind if they did that? Um, I didn't even come yet. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, that would be, I'd be fairly shocked and surprised. I'd want to know like how my parents let this happen. That's how some people's like the spider thing is for some people. I don't know. I'm, I'm fairly nihilistic about just like, eh, fucking whatever. If like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Like if it doesn't actually fucking bother you, why you're not gonna let? If it there's nothing you? I can do about it, especially like what am I gonna do? Set an alarm like once an hour, like one a.m. the next day, two a.m. the next but, day, three a.m. to no, find exactly. out who the fuck is doing it. Yeah, exactly. But it's only like every two months or so, or like eight times a year, or whatever. Or if it's like yeah. six times, it's like so yeah, six drops, fucking two months. So you don't even know. Yeah. So you have to like. It could be like that night you just I got drunk and passed out. So you have to like really just like for two months spend your entire time just freaking out. Being vigilant, hoping the Sandman isn't turning into the (laughs) Semen Man. The Tooth Fairy has really been uh, collecting. I don't know. (laughs) Tooth tooth Fairy is like, I'll take your tooth and here is my cup. Mm -hmm. Tooth Fairy is a maybe. Tooth Fairy is the rock. You remember when Larry the Cable Guy did it? Was he the Tooth Fairy? He, no, it was The Rock, and then it was Larry the Cable Guy. Wow. Straight to DVD. <laughs> I don't know why I never watched it. How I just remember that. How the fuck do you get roped into doing that? Yeah, you have to pay me a lot of money to be in a movie. It's so Larry bad. the Cable Guy. You're you replacing. Don't think that he probably needs the money? No, he sells out stadiums. When was the last time you heard stadiums. someone say, get her done? Um, I don't know. You ever fucking live in my household? No. Yeah, well, we're white. Yeah. It happens in, in, in invariably, but you know that dude is fucking. Uh, think about everyone who like voted for like Trump in the last election, yeah. Like in the middle of America, think about how many people there are. 
Yeah. Just imagine all of them voting it, for Larry the Cable Guy. They're going to the, his stadium shows. They're well, going to go see him. It's like not even that like I don't think people like those kinds of people dislike him. It's like even amongst them is he even still relevant? You know? Yeah, dude, look at his fucking he's Instagram. He's old, man. But he's got to be. You know? Okay, well think about Ron White. He's more successful than he's ever been. He's funnier than he's ever been and he's yeah. older. Oh, too. Weird. Think about that. Not, not my one of the blue collar guys. Blue collar. But yeah, fucking Larry the Cable Guy is probably, if not as successful or more, is as successful as he was during like his peak with like Delta Farce and shit. That's crazy. Yeah. I see. I don't think about these guys because I don't care. He's got a perfect formula, like a joke writing formula. He's not actually Larry the Cable Guy. His, no, his no, name's like fucking James or something. Like, serious. Like, that's obviously a fake persona, but um, fuck, I can't remember his name. I, I would have so much cred if I could just give you his fucking first name. Cred from who? I don't know. Just like comics in general. Just like I'll be listening to people talk about him on podcasts because he's just like in a different atmosphere as far as comedians go. Yeah, he's weird. There's like different levels. There's like... There's like Daniel Tosh level. Um, another one that I used to think was funny, but I haven't heard of in a long time. He had his last special that came out, which is, uh, I want to say three, about three years ago now. Really? Hmm. A fucking best work he's ever done. Really? I remember liking him as like a middle schooler. So I don't know if I'd like him anymore. <laughs> it was, I think it was either right after he got Tosh.0 or right before he had his special come out I, I don't remember the name but it was his very first one yeah but i was probably 12 or 13 years old sitting at my dad's friend's house they're all smoking weed shooting pool and it's like this little man cave mm. and i love stand-up since i was like a little little kid yeah i have too I'm, i have a lot of memories of it like growing up mm -hmm. yeah but his fucking special was on and i just remember crying laughing i also <laughs> might have been fucking contact high from yeah. everyone around me <laughs> smoking weed but i was just fucking dying laughing and he's been one of my favorite since um yeah he's a funny guy uh i remember crying laughing as a kid to one special i don't remember who it was do you remember any of the jokes no i just remember laughing so hard as a kid i had to turn the tv off Oh like my, my whole family was watching and I, I was dying. I turned the TV off and yeah, I wish I remember who it was. Do you remember anything about it? Some dude. I don't know. Some dude. White? I don't It could have been Hispanic. Could have been Hispanic. Fuck. Like I'm like talking to a police sketch artist. <laughs> I don't know. He, do I, you remember he, anything? He could have had a do-rag. I don't, I don't know. It don't happened remember. so fast. It happened so fast. I just had to, I just had to look away. <laughs> I, just had to, I just had to run away. Um, Next thing I knew it, I was in tears. I had to look away. <laughs> it might have, it might have been a Mexican. I don't know. <laughs> it could have been Hispanic. Uh, God. What else do you want to talk about? If we don't. We can talk about anything. It's just I just wanted to have a natural flow of conversation for once. No, was no, that was good. That was really good. That and was a I, fucking I solid it. twenty minutes. That was a bad man. <sighs> Welcome, folks. This is the Bad Etiquette Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas Bronson. Remy the dog is not here right now. He is. At my sister's. Oh, it's cool. Yeah. I'm sad. I miss him. Me too. He's a fun little... 
it feels so like I, like I come into the house and he's not here and I'm like, hmm, this isn't my home. Yeah. It doesn't feel like my home anymore when he's not around. I, my, um, I remember having that feeling. My mom just the other day sent me a video of, of my old dog from when I was a kid. And that made me remember she, she died when I was, it must've been like 13, mm-hmm. maybe 14. But like we literally had her since I was like I was a year older than her, mm-hmm. so um, we had her for a long time. Wow! And um, I remember, I just I remember that feeling of like after she passed away, like everything just feels so different, so different than and what really hurt is we on our on the farm I grew up on, um, we made her a little a grave and like mm-hmm. a nice, we had like an angel watching over her kind of tombstone. And then, uh, my grandpa couldn't take care of the farm by himself anymore. So mm-hmm. he sold it. And then it took me like about two weeks to realize, Oh, I can never go visit my dog again. Yeah. Like that, that really like, I had to sit down and think about that one for a second. Cause I didn't really get a chance to say goodbye like to the grave or like even to her. Cause I remember I was out of town when she passed away. And so like that shit hurted. Fuck. I just recently went up to the cemetery here in town mm-hmm. where my uh, uncle and his dog are buried. They're buried together. That's sweet. Um, and I, I spent almost an hour trying to find the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, I know it's around here somewhere, but I was just like three rows off the whole time. Like an idiot. Yeah, but, I've I've yeah. been there. My grandma's uh, is buried next to her parents at, mm-hmm. at a plot in my hometown. Oh yeah, I that's made me consider. I always, growing up thinking about death as a child. I always thought I wanted to be buried, mm-hmm. but now I think I want to be cremated and have my ashes spread because I I don't want to be in an in just a basic plot with mm-hmm. a bunch of other people, mm-hmm. you know, we're all dead. I, it's not gross or weird to me. It's just boring. Yeah. I just, I don't want to be around fucking my asshole neighbors. Yeah. And it's like, like, I didn't even like you when I was alive. You think I want to share worms with you, you piece of shit. Exactly. And it's like, kind of just like, you know, a boring, it was like piece of grass, mm-hmm. you know? So I think like, I don't know where, but I'd like to have be cremated and have my ashes spread. Also, just to be sure I'm really dead, you know. Yeah. I'm. My family has a lot of deep sleepers. So. <laughs> yeah. Just you want to ah! Oh shit! Open it! Open it! Exactly. Open. At least like they can like you know. I, I have a chance of like living. It's like when you're in that casket, there's no fun. No, there's no kill bill like getting your way out. Dude, I think about that all the time. They yeah, they fucking that shit's closed. Yeah, that is sealed locked and you know buried like i wouldn't even think i'd be able to get out of just one that was on the surface yeah and yeah hers was like single plank anyways exactly but um i I think i want to be buried really because of this oscar wilde quote yeah that i read when i was a kid and it said it it goes something like this i'm gonna fucking butcher it but um it's like oh yes death to be to lie in the soft brown earth with no past, no future to forget time and to forgive life mm. underneath like the wavy grass. 
some something to that effect. Yeah. And it was always so beautiful. And I was like, fuck, I just want to be up on that hill, like in the under the grass where like the wind's just blowing and I'm mm-hmm. just out cold, just just yep. fucking finally asleep. Just like leave me alone. Like, you know, when you come home super tired and mm. you finally get to just crash and you just fall onto your bed and fall asleep. Like one of those deep sleeps you just fucking die in yeah your head. i understand that's, I th- that's how i associate it i just remember i think uh george harrison got cremated and he mm-hmm. had his ashes spread on like some river in india i don't remember which one that sounds like some george harrison type shit yeah i just think that's a nice sentiment that you can you know you can only be buried in certain spots mm-hmm. but you can basically have your ashes spread anywhere mm-hmm. I remember reading it's like a woman gets kicked off a roller coaster for spreading her late husband's ashes on the coaster. <laughs> like, why even kick her off? You're yeah. Just, like, she made it to the point where she got to do that. Mm-hmm. Just fucking. Has the urn with her. Yeah. What do they stop the ride? All right, folks, dust yourselves <laughs> off. Sorry about that. We should have had her sitting back. I knew when I saw the urn, I was like, what is that? I thought it, I thought it was a Hydro Flask. <laughs> oh, man. Like, Imagine getting that in your mouth, or just like, <laughs> you know, maybe uh, if I don't want kids, but if I have one, maybe he'll like Keith Richards me and snort my ashes. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, just a little. Be like, thanks, pops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck, Jesus. I'd appreciate it. That's pretty cool. I like what they did to um, Hunter S. Thompson. Mm, what they do to him. So Johnny Depp played him in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and he paid to have, I'm pretty sure it was Hunter's idea, Dr. Thompson's idea. Um, but there's the giant, you know the tattoo on my leg, the gonzo, the like double thumbed fist. I think you've ever shown me. Oh, okay. Well, um, I have like a ton of his books right here. I'm sure there's just one right like a logo I could just show you somewhere. But anyways, it's this big statue of the logo gonzo and uh, i'll just show you the fucking tattoo on my leg how about that it's actually there instead of flipping through books anyways it's this fucking thing right here ah yeah and it's like a and it he put his ashes in here which is like a peyote button Mm -hmm. and it's a big rocket and they shot it off and it exploded in a bunch of fireworks i heard i heard that there's actually a company where you can do that where you can have your ashes put into fireworks and you can have like display now dude how bad how much would it suck if it was just like a dud or how (laughs) how lame would it be if you got put into fireworks and and it just turned out to be like a sparkler (laughs) someone lit it off and they're like is that it Oh, all right, but that was the finale, really. <laughs> like, think about you know when you go to like fireworks shows, you see fireworks, and you're like, ah, oh, that was it. Yeah, I don't want to be that. No, <laughs> I'm always uh, there's always that little bit of uh, kind of afraid of that whenever I go to a fireworks show. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one year I lived when I was growing up. We lived next to the. Or, a native reservation. Yeah. So they had fireworks year round that you could buy. I remember like they gave us like a deal cause we lived in the area. Yeah. But, um, they fucking sucked. <laughs> like they were the shittiest fireworks. I'm, I just remember this so clearly. Cause what'd we, you think was going to happen? You were just going to walk up like, Hey, uh, can I buy some of your good fireworks? And they're just going to look at your pale ass skin. And I go, was with yeah. an adult. 
who was also white. Yeah, but like exactly. we we did know them. Like they had been over to our farm to like pick apples. You or know, some when shit. Joe Dirt when he's just selling snakes and sparklers, that's all you got from the guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but no, I remember like we bought them and then we took them to this fourth of july party that we were at mm-hmm. and it was on a lake and so everyone on their lake house was like shooting off you know their fireworks and i was like yeah all right let's do it uh, and then my uh, turn we lit it off like the biggest one first and then it was like <laughs> and that was jesus it. that could be you don't do that <laughs> i always thought of him more as a red explosion what's with the white <laughs> <laughs> what kind of explosion would you be Exactly. What kind of explosion would you be? No, I am asking you. I know I'm asking you back. I asked you first. All right, I asked you second. See how arbitrary that is? (laughs) Fucking answer the question, Um, douche. (laughs) You're the one who asked it first, douche. All right, here, let's see. Yeah, answer Um, it. I'm trying. Let me think. I have to think about it. What kind of explosion I'd be? Mm -hmm. I don't know, the one that takes your uncle's fingers off, I hope. Yeah, that would be funny <laughs> if, like, you just one last, like, yeah, yeah. I just leave a middle finger left on your hand. Whoops. Would you, I, I think I want to be one of the ones that, like, somehow, like, creates a shape of something. Mm-hmm. Like, spread a little bit of my ashes and do a bunch of different fireworks. So they, like, create the shape of, like, a penis. A penis. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. You knew that was coming. Yeah. Phrasing. Just like a, like a nice like fifth grade one where it's just like really <laughs> big <simple>. balloony, yeah, <laughs> exactly. not circumcised, just boom. just just there, <laughs> and then like a little like a another three to like come like the come, yeah, and it's like <laughs> little, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd want mine to be like the dragon in Fellowship, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> just that big, yeah. and the dragon comes into flies down. Uh, oh. Just scaring a bunch of hobbits. Let me write this down. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta uh, put that in my will. <laughs> I was thinking about a will. I don't think I'd leave anyone anything. I mean, I, I was I'm I'm too young to even think about it, I think. I think about my, my death more often than not, I'd say. And mm-hmm. the, like the you know, like what happens, like not only like what happens after you die, whether it be nothing or something, or like but like what happens to like those around you. Yeah. Like, should I leave someone something? Should I leave one person everything? Mm-hmm. Should I leave a lot of people one thing? I don't own anything right now, but yeah. like maybe I will. Um. All right, I get that key, that white stripes keychain. If you go, okay, the one you just showed me. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I got another one for Noah, so it was like, um, there had like four or five different kinds of them mm-hmm. or something. And it was like a roulette style where mm-hmm. you just order it and whatever you get, so oh, what you cool. get. Um, so I got that one and then she got a white one mm-hmm. with like just some like, it's like just a red background with some peppermints in it. Nice. But uh, yeah, you can have it. It was $5. Appreciate it. It's really cheap. <laughs> that explains our relationship. Yeah, it's <laughs> cheap. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, oh, did you want my horror movie collection? <laughs> People like who wants my who wants my Rob Deerdeck skateboard legends is still in the package <laughs> action figure. Oh my god! From KB Toys. That's cute. Oh, that's when yeah. he was relevant too. No, this is before he was relevant. This is before he had a TV show. Anything? Wow. This is before uh, Big Black. DC. What? Yeah, he's not even on DC anymore. Deerdeck. Yeah. His own company? He's not on. It's not his company. It was. It was. uh, It's a Colin McKay and Danny Way's company, I think. 
Oh, okay. DC stood for drawers clothing. Okay. And they developed it into a shoe company in the 90s. I remember I used to be into skateboarding then. It's been a long time. You know I what? think I did I tell you of my like skateboard dreams being like crushed? I, I feel like I probably I don't know, but let me tell you right now that my skateboarding dreams are crushed every <laughs> fucking year more and more. Not that I have any left, but just like the idea that there's people out there doing what I've always wanted to be doing younger and than ha- well younger than me but even people my age or older they're doing it yeah and just like j- just like the the sheer like concept of like just going Simple outside act of like filming a trick with my friends yeah I haven't had like a real like one trick film like and it's like um there was that video premiere yeah. fucker TV. I had a trick in like the friend section and it was from like 2013. And I was like, that's how long it's been since anyone bothered to f- try filming me. It's and- like, first of all, you got to like have a trick. Mm-hmm. You got to meet with friends who have a camera. Yeah. I guess now it's like phones are fine, but like. True. You do have to schedule it and scheduling things and having people pull through is the hardest part about doing it. Well, it's anything. like people go to spots and they go out and skate and then they get a trick and they're like, oh, let me film that. And then they land it again. I land a trick and someone's like, oh, let me film that. And then I never land it again. <laughs> Even if it's something very simple. This happened to me at the skate park recently where I was just trying to do like a like a kickflip manual mm-hmm. and I couldn't do it. I did it first try like fine. And then they tried filming it and it just took like 30 fucking tries. I just never got it. And Take he, 26. Yeah. Even the guy filming it, Alex, he's like, man, something about filming you just like, just doesn't work. <laughs> he said something like to that effect. He's like, oh. I was just like, yeah, I fucking know. He's like, yeah, you just go for it too hard when you're filming. And I'm like, eh. But think, he's probably right. Probably just need to relax. Still, what were your skateboarding dreams that don't were dashed? Think about the camera. I really liked skateboarding when I was a kid. I had mm-hmm. a, I had like a bunch of Tony Hawk games. I didn't skate, mm-hmm. but I loved skating mm-hmm. culture people. Yeah. Um, and my mom bought me a skateboard when I was like seven or eight, mm-hmm. maybe nine or something. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, she got us me. I loved it. I thought the design was super cool. I think it was like a bird skull on the back or something. But, nice. Tony and then, Hawk? Uh, I, probably. Because that sounds like all of it. Like his graphics were mostly are like birds and like skeleton birds and like Tony Hawk ones. We stuff got like it from a local general store. Mm-hmm. We have a general store in my hometown called Swain's. Okay. Um, that's so classic you have no idea how many like pro skaters like stories start like that um and they so i don't know if it was like tony hawk or some Mm -hmm. brand they had some skateboards there um but i remember speaking of tony hawk his grandma i guess lived in my hometown and so he opened a skate park in my hometown shit when i was young yeah tony hawk skateboard foundation yeah and he was there i guess i didn't go to it but I remember someone was telling me about it. But um, so I went to that that skate park, mm-hmm. and I got so nervous about the older kids yeah. there, and oh I didn't God. know how to skate. And I, it was like you know how you think you can do something. Like I thought I could do like sick tricks I've mm-hmm. ever trying before mm-hmm. in my life because I was a kid. And I got so nervous. I just stood around for a little bit, and then I was my mom was there, and then all the other kids. I was so afraid. Mm-hmm. I was so nervous. So I left and um, I never really got on it again. I did a little bit like going down the sidewalk or something. Mm-hmm. But then um, 
I remember we were moving into a different house and I went to go grab it and somebody had stolen it. Motherfucker. I remember my first thought was like they didn't steal my knee pads or helmet. And I was like, you guys aren't going to be safe. Oh, man. So, yeah. That, You're I, like, oh, come on, guys. You guys are, this is so reckless. Like, at least come back for the <laughs> You guys are going to get hurt. Damn. <laughs> no, so that was my, those are my skateboarding dreams. I had kind of like a similar moment where I remember I was eating, I was like a Burger King in Royal Grande or Grover Beach around here. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a skate park behind it on Ramona Street. And, it actually just recently reopened after being like closed by the county for like fucking years. Mm. But so I really need to go back and skate there as an adult. Um, I was there with my family, like just on the outside and there's a big fence and I'm watching everyone just tear it up. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? It's a skate park and there's people flying everywhere. And I'm just yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? And I think all I had was like a scooter or something. And I was like, Oh my God, I want to go in there. It looks like so much fun. Everyone's having so much fun. They're just going wild. It's like a playground and I was like a little kid and they're like, mm-hmm. well, you gotta, you know, learn to skateboard. Uh, this is a skate park. You can't go in there with that. And thankfully <laughs> I was like, you're right. Fuck this stupid scooter. And I, that was my, one of my earliest memories. I have like a, some early memories skateboarding. I remember wanting to go down a big hill on a skateboard and I couldn't cause I was too yeah. scared, like a big driveway. And then that skate park and then just eventually getting a skate a skateboard for christmas mm-hmm. it was ah, man i'm fucking i want to go back to that skate park right now yeah i remember at my the the one in my hometown fairly quickly after it opened i think there's a there's a kid an older kid named frank i didn't know him but i think my sisters went to school with him he uh he smashed his skull in it Jesus. and he wasn't wearing a helmet and he died wow. um and so that was a big deal. I remember I like we like the whole community went to like his funeral. Jesus. I remember being there. I was so young, but I remember being there mm-hmm. and seeing his mom talk. Um and they uh, they then the very next day at the skate park, like the bowls are just filled with like graffiti, like we love you, Frank, mm-hmm. like rest in peace, whatever. And then the whole fucking, the fucking city had it removed, all the graffiti and everything. Everyone was pissed off. But uh, yeah, I have some, some memories like that. My friend Matt, who was struck and killed in January, mm-hmm. he was hit right in front of the rec center where the, everyone skates. Yeah. And that thing is filled with his name graffiti everywhere and like really beautiful graffiti that's like not nice. graffiti but like art pieces art, with yeah. his name just covering the place that's and it nice. i you can't go there without thinking about him it's his it's i what my one of my like pipe dreams right now is to be rich enough or like have some sort of money mm-hmm just and open a skate park in napomo or mm-hmm. at least like buy the property where the wreck is yeah and they call it the wreck, but it's a this it's just the foundation of this old rec center that was yeah. there when I was a kid. Okay. Um there's a bunch of like people build like really cool, unique like skate spots there and like cool. fucking quarter pipes. DIY and, shit. Exactly. Um but I wanna buy it and just like name it the Matt Diaz Memorial Skate Park and just have like a That's fucking sweet. legitimized mm-hmm. space for skateboarders. I mean, it is right now, is but it's been taken out and destroyed, and like there's this constant war of like people coming in and like removing 
the stuff people built. Yeah. Like, there's been like good like six, seven incarnations of this fucking thing. That's crazy. It's really and crazy. That's kind of cool though. Like a living, breathing thing. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. It's this fucking organism and it's so, it's never been better. It's, it, it's, it's never the same. It's amazing right now. I like that. It, it's never been better. I, I'm really upset because I, there's a contest they're having the people who hosted that skate video, fat pile, mm-hmm. um, friends, skateboard company, uh, at, um, like noon but i'm working the night before so i'm gonna be asleep so i can't make it and then that i sucks. work at fucking starbucks at 5 30 so that sucks i don't know I, what i'm thinking is i'm just gonna like maybe sleep at work and then just go to that anyways mm-hmm. because just to be there is worth it yeah yeah just kick it with my friends i have to ask you a question yeah have you heard of a company called LibTech? LibTech, no okay no worries it's a snowboarding skateboard company that was started in a town like like the next town over from where i'm from and they kind of got like pretty international and Mm -hmm. i was just curious if you heard them down here i don't think so libtech libtech it kind of sounds like libtard i don't know what the lib stands for in libtech but sounds pretty cool sounds like it might have been something really awesome if it's not still around i think it is i think let's look at this fucking thing up libtech libtech l-i-b-e-t-e-c-h I knew a couple guys that worked there growing up. I was so excited. I was like, what could he possibly be asking me? LibTech snowboards right there. Um, I, I, yeah, I know they do around. snowboards. I, didn't, I wasn't sure if they did skateboards. Yeah, it looks like it's just snowboards, but yeah, they're still okay, like Okay, that makes sense why you haven't fucking company. heard of it down here. <laughs> okay. Well, like um, Burton Snowboards bought, uh, I forget what the distribution was called, but they owned rob deerdeck the company he skated for alien workshop yeah they like bought him out of ohio oh so they owned alien workshop for a while that's cool so i was just like oh maybe it's like one of those things where this company owns a skateboard company i just don't know about it no because like a parent uh corporation um oh fuck it is hot let's take a break feeling spicy yeah let's take a break i need some water yeah bearing back folks Hey, Bad Etiquette listener, if you're enjoying the show and would like to support the podcast, you can donate to our PayPal at paypal.me slash baddallas. All right, sir, tell me about this guitar and amp you brought here. So, I am... I'm going to be moving away, mm-hmm. far away. Yes. And I I wanted to, um, this is probably the last time I, I I'll be on this show for maybe ever. Maybe for a long ever. Time. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I kind of wanted to, uh, to say goodbye to it, <laughs> to a friend. So I, That's I, so sweet. They, I, I'll sing a song. I didn't write it. Mm-hmm. It's not mine. Okay. Um, it's good so it's not mine (laughs) um so i wanted to um it just made me think of you it's a good goodbye song so i wanted to do that i'm fucking gonna cry right now (laughs) i'm probably gonna butcher it i i was practicing it before i came here i'll have to like look up the lyrics on my phone but um perfect uh my i'll hit the i'll see if i hook the notes singing or not well, I, all right, man. I I haven't played 
my I think I talked about this last time I was on, but I haven't played guitar as much recently. Mm-hmm. So my strings were all like gross and Ooh, old. I hate that feeling. And they like hurt your fingers. Yeah. Um, whenever I would pick it up. Um, so I went to the music shop yeah. and I bought strings nice. to restring it. The very first one I tried to put on broke. Oh. Very first one. Bitch. And Jesus. so I put the rest of them on and then I went back and I was like, hey, <laughs> I know I was here an hour ago. Um, I'm going to buy more strings. <laughs> and then I, I, I put them all on. I'll probably have to tune up. But um, and now it's all it's all looking nice. It's playing nice. Fuck yeah. Well, whenever you want to do that, let me know. Sure. Because well, we can we can keep going. Yeah, like of course. This for a little bit. No problem. And then it'll be a nice, nice ending. Nice, sweet goodbye. That's so beautiful. I'm already going to cry. Mm-hmm. I never perform it in front of people very often. So. Oh, well, this is going to be a, fun. It's a surprise. All right. So um, have you seen Joker? Twice. Twice. I've only seen it once. I almost went yesterday to go see it. Twice. Yeah. I Damn. loved it. I I really, really liked it a lot. It really was one of those movies that like made you think, made you feel. There is different ways to perceive it. Mm-hmm. Um, just beautifully done. Um, mm-hmm. That I like a lot. Yeah, I remember the first time I watched it, it was just like, I, I was able to like take it all in. It felt, it was really fun to to watch. And then I, the but the entire time I was like in the theater, I just was terrified that I was going to get shot. <laughs> I sat in the very front row. Really? So I was like, there's no way I'm living through this one. No. Just just complete every asshole that could possibly do it is behind me. Mm-hmm. I um yeah, that was the first time I watched it and then I I was able to enjoy it, but like in the back of your head, I, like every time like I every time there's a loud moment, I'd like look around and be like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then I was like I went to watch it again. I was like, okay, it's there's not gonna be as many people because yeah. it's been like out mm-hmm. for like a week or so now. And then we were in line to get our tickets and we were like the first ones. And um, then some dude was like, oh man, I'm not going to have my own personal showing. God damn it. And then like, I was like, okay, weird. And then gross. he, gross. we went and we got good seats. And then the dude was like walking around. He was literally like pacing like each row. He's like, yeah. where should I sit? Sits directly behind us. And I was like, what an asshole. Fuck. I don't know. It, because the dude was like talking to himself. I don't know if he had like some mental deficiency or oh. just weird. Like someone sat right behind me and I was the only one in the theater. We were the only I'd ones f- in the theater. fight them. I would actually start an argument and go, hey, buddy, pick a different fucking seat. This is, there's no fucking <laughs> behind me. Like y- there is, there's 80 seats in here at least. You fucking go find another one, you cocksucker. So- we were like, okay, we're going to go get some popcorn. And then we did, and we sat in the very back. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it was just like seeing it again, I still was like, God damn it, now I got to think about this the whole fucking time again. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite part of the movie was the score. It was just so really? beautifully done and dark and... I can't even begin to pronounce the name of who did the score because yeah, she's I don't, I don't Icelandic. Um, 
like it, I, I know I can see the letters and the symbols, but I get, don't know how to pronounce it. But um, <laughs> very well done. It was the only time, like the first time that I went to a movie and was like, this is an amazing score. And then went home and listened to the score really? wow. on my phone. The first time I ever did that. Nice. Um, because it was so dark and beautiful and just fit the movie so well. That's how I found found Mike Patton was the score was so cool. I was yeah. like, who did this? Um, I also found out, did you ever watch uh, Chernobyl on HBO? No, I don't know. It was a really, really good show that I liked. And I found out she did the music for that as well, oh. which I also noticed was really good Fuck, music. Dude. What, uh, what about like in the movie? What was your favorite part? In the movie? Oh man, I really, when he like got his confidence and was going on to the Murray show mm-hmm. um, and they like, open that curtain and yeah. he just has his the swagger and uh, saunters on out with like full confidence the makeup and all was beautiful alright so not that it needs to be said at this point but spoiler alert for Joker everyone <laughs> uh, I don't think we spoiled anything yet the score and not really, him no. going on a show with the curtain stuff. yeah that's, that's in the that's trailer in the, yeah. <sighs> so Spoiler alert, though, at the end, yeah, um, when he they like lift him onto the car mm-hmm. and he uses like his blood as yeah. like the classic Joker like smile. That was amazing. Oh, that you know what? I think that might be the best part. I think so. Too. I don't think there's anything better, dude. This movie is one of those films that like every time someone brings it up, I want to stop what I'm doing and go watch the movie. Mm -hmm. Like it was so genuinely fucking like tingly good. Mm -hmm. I usually when I sit in the front row, I'm kind of mad because I'm like, okay, my neck's going to hurt because I have to look up a little and people behind me, I'm going to hear everything from behind me. But it was just me and my friend David sitting in front and it was fantastic. Yeah. It, it was, was every like from the beginning it it didn't feel like th- the movie I was walking into is going to be this. Like it was like expectations were exceeded. Mhm. Oh yeah, me too. I was ready to enjoy it, but like I wasn't I didn't think I'd love it as much as that, I did. That, that throwback Warner Brothers logo that it opened with, yeah. as soon as that started, I was like, this is not what... I mean, I watch movies that have things like that in them all the time. Mm-hmm. You watch any Tarantino film, you're going to have something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm, it's something I'm quite used to. It was like, oh, I'm, I'm watching one of like my kind of movies. Yeah. It was like, that's when I, I felt separated from the audience in the theater. And it was, and like it was you, me watching this movie. It was made for you, yeah. Like... It was a very personal kind of film. It was, yeah, it was great. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. I just keep thinking about the movie. Yeah, think about the movie. Oh, I remember. Just bring up anything. Um, I just looked uh, it up recently. I heard because um, I can't remember. It was like Warner Bros. or like one of the production companies. They were afraid of the movie. Um, with its like darker origin story or whatever, and so they only gave um, Todd Phillips like fifty five million dollars to to do it mm-hmm. and kind of to like deter him from doing it. Like it was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be like, okay, that's that's fine. This movie might yeah. be a little, you know, weird, controversial. But so for a superhero, I guess he's not superhero, but for mm-hmm. like a, a comic a book comic film. F- book film, fifty five million dollars is really low balling it. 
Um, but he did it and he did such a good job. And I think I just saw that it's surpassed like $275 million. It's on track. It's on track to be the highest grossing R rated film of all time. Really? I know it became the highest grossing October released film of all time. Yeah. Beat Venom. And then there was another one and Halloween for it. I have actually a bunch of statistics right here. Not not that I knew we were going to be talking about it or anything. Um, but yeah, it, is like the fucking the fourth long fourth largest R-rated film opening that I wrote this weeks ago so this could be totally different. Mm-hmm. Uh the biggest world opening for October um <sighs> fucking I don't even know. Th- there was so much about this fucking movie. There was the <clears throat> US Army was at premieres. There was increased Damn. security. Yeah. There was um they didn't play it in Aurora, Colorado, obviously. Yeah, they sense. asked Warner Brothers not to. The family's the victims and they respected that. Yeah. So that was um I thought that was really fucking cool. Yeah. Cause usually when someone do- is preventing something from happening, it clashes with like my ideologies uh-huh. in life. Cause I'm like, hey, what are you doing? But I thought that was um a respectable and mature moment. Yeah. Especially like if someone big, not to. It's yeah. Like, kind of please do you mind thing. not to. Yeah. Could you imagine Joker played at the Aurora Theater and just a copycat killer just shoots people? That would be awful. Oh, here's the other fucking thing. When the movie was over, we we're sitting in the front row. We left through the exit on the side of the theater room. Uh-huh. Like in the front next yeah, to the screen. Yeah. That's where the guy in Aurora propped open and came in with the guns. Really? In Aurora, yeah. yeah. So I was especially like I think we're the only incels in here, David. <laughs> I was like, we're the only ones who probably even like, it was a very normie crowd. I was like, That's really? Sometimes I'm, nice. I love being around people that are not too far on like the stupid, annoying side and not too far on the like cinephile side and just being like with a normal crowd of people. Because they're safe. Yeah. And you, well, you get like these like real genuine like slice of life and uh, reactions to yeah. things. I love that shit. People being people. So good. The stand-up scene gave me a lot of anxiety, though. Yeah, I can imagine. I was like, oh, fuck. And then when in his, um, what do they call it? Uh, the, um, the narrator isn't trust. Um, I can't think of the word. It's like a phrase. They like use it for the guy in American Psycho, Patrick Bateman. It's like an unreliable narrator or something because mm. it's his delusion that he's yeah. doing well in mm-hmm. the stand-up because his first joke bombs or whatever. Yeah. And then he starts laughing. And I'm then... so glad that they did it like that because mm. I was squirming. I was like, no, I, I don't need to, I don't need you to plant this fucking seed in me right now. <laughs> oh, it's my biggest fear. It's just going up and bombing in front of a bunch of fucking strangers on yeah. date night. <sighs> I saw this. I saw this. I think it was like a tweet and it was someone that's like, you know, of everything in Joker, the thing that, you know, was the most unforgivable <laughs> was the fact that you brought a date to yeah. his open mic night. Yeah, I, I shared that. I think that... I, I might have not seen it from you, but... It was... um, Which comedian was that? I, I think I it was... Ne- it might have been Neil Brennan. I don't remember. He's a fantastic writer. He wrote for the Chappelle Show. Yeah. And yeah, he he was the co-creator of Chappelle Show. Correct. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. Um. But he might have shared that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, sorry, I didn't give the, the right credit to the tweet. But um, 
Can I get that citation in MLA format, please? <laughs> Not a chance. You know what was really annoying to me about the whole thing, the Joker thing? Mm. Um, constantly seeing people, those like fake headlines essentially about the violence in the movie. Yeah, because I wouldn't... That was a pretty tame, violent movie. Yeah, for sure. What was the most violent thing to happen in the movie? When he stabbed the dude. With the scissors. Mm-hmm. That it. was... Yeah, and then he he stabs the dude, and then he, he shoots a few dudes. And everyone... Because I saw those headlines, too, and it was like, you know, promotes, you know, gun violence. And I was thinking, I was like, there's so many, so many movies out there that do it more. Do if it that movie promotes gun violence, we're fucked because there's been gun violence in movies since there's been, been movies. movies. Yeah. No, I was like, because I'm 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 a really liberal dude, but like even that, it's like I can't really see where Get you're on board. coming from. You know, like it's like I think like for a movie that has people shot mm-hmm. in it, you know. If you do one, you're going to do a lot. Yeah. That one, I think it was only like five people, you know? The body count is eight. Yeah, I, I remember I counted I counted it too, but like being shot, like, you know, not stabbed. There's the three dudes that were shot. Oh, and then and Murray. Then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then so it's like, that wasn't a lot at all. Like, I didn't feel like there was, it was necessarily a, a violent film. Watch any Tarantino movie. Exactly. That was what I was thinking. I was like, man. It could be so much. Worse. I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Hey, the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood (spoiler alert) was more violent than this entire movie." Yeah, suck my Honestly, dick. I remember the end was most just like satisfying ending of any movie I've ever seen ever. Great. I cannot think of an ending of a movie that gave me so much like just euphoria. Mm-hmm. It was. It felt really good. Yeah, that I remember just watching, and I was like. Because it was so violent at the end of it. I was like, oh my God. Because it's a God. slow burn. You're just like, okay, this movie's not going that old Tarantino route. And they're just kind of chilling. And then you think it might happen when they're on Spawn Ranch. Uh-huh. And then it doesn't. And then you're like, okay, that was weird. That I specifically remember shaky. thinking, like watching it. I was like, okay, they waited till the end. And then they he got it all out of it. He's just like, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Fucking insane. <laughs> it was crazy. God. But like, you know, so Joker, it was not that at all it was a very psychological thriller um have you seen movie. taxi driver no but i i, I just saw it on netflix and i thought about so watching it. i watched it um when i was in high school and i was like this movie's really cool it's kind of similar in that aspect it is kind of a slow burn mm-hmm. well uh, and it's yeah. psychological todd phillips based it based yeah Joker, yeah the, that's the, the, obviously why yeah, i'm bringing yeah, it up yeah because yeah, it's the parallels but um It's such a close movie to it. I totally understand why it was based so heavily and why Scorsese was involved. And Mm -hmm. it really is like, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw it, I forgot Todd Phillips was the director. And Mm -hmm. I thought, before the end, Mm -hmm. before the credits, I thought Martin Scorsese was the director. I've done that where I'm like, wait, whose movie is this? Yeah. It's so strange to me that... Todd Phillips is like got to do this because he he started out kind of like to me, like this was like a rebellious filmmaker Mm -hmm. because he had the Gigi Allen documentary and then the first hangover 
And then the second hangover was kind of like, oh, they have like um, a Thai lady boy uh, fucks the guy <laughs> in the ass. Mm. And I saw that in a packed theater. And it's like Todd Phillips has this fucking... I saw um, my friend say something like, I can't believe this is the guy who did the hangover movies. And I'm like, what was wrong with the hangover movies that you thought was um, the first one is like cult, not even a cult classic, like a like comedy classic, instant, amazing. Mm -hmm. I watched it when I was 14 with my dad and my friends and we were just spitting Coke. Coca-Cola through, I almost said cocaine. Coke. It make no sense. Uh, Coca-Cola, like, and popcorn through our nose, just dying laughing. Yeah. And, because it, it's just, that's who, like, he's a very, I feel like a very, uh, kind of different, different kind of filmmaker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that he's refreshing. It, very refreshing. I'm, I was very surprised. And then I was, I had to be reminded of like, wait a second. This is exactly what this fucking guy can do. And I'm really happy for him. And I'm really happy for Joaquin Phoenix. Me too. I heard that they, like, they only had a plan to do one standalone mm-hmm. film. But I think I heard they both might be open to doing another one. And, you know, I was so ready for just one standalone film. Like, because I fucking hate Marvel movies. Because they're just pumping them out like Motown at this point. <laughs> just one after the other. And I get so bored. Um... I got very attached emotionally to the Infinity Saga. Really? I didn't. Because the the seed was planted when I was so young. I know. I was 12 years old when Iron Man came out and I saw it. And then. I saw Iron Man too, but Iron Man as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but like, I just like, and I remember I watched all of them at one point. Like I watched like Thor in theaters, Mm -hmm. Iron Man, Captain America. And then it came to a point when I was like. I'm done. You're I done. don't Not care anymore. anymore. I don't care. I wanted to see like, okay, because never in my life has something been teased and followed through so heavily. That's fair. You know what I mean? As far as like media mm-hmm. goes, because there's so many things that's like, oh no, plot twist. Like the um, Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Man's. Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. At the end, you have like the Sinister Six they tease. Mm-hmm. Never happened. Mm-hmm. At the, you know... Uh, Toby Maguire ones, they were going to have like maybe Carnage next one, Spider-Man 4 or whatever, never happened. Man, um, fucking Toby Maguire Spider-Man is the only Spider-Man I give a shit about. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh I haven't seen this new Spider-Man Far From Home, yeah, so hard Obviously to say. Obviously, I haven't. I want to see it because Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. And I do like Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake He's Gyllenhaal. a funny dude. I've never seen a Gyllenhaal movie or a Joaquin Phoenix movie that I don't like. Those two are amazing. Yeah. I'm glad we're talking about both of them now. He's a... Uh, Gyllenhaal's a cutie. Have you seen, um, fuck, uh, what's that movie called? Um, Night, Night something. Nocturnal Animals? No. Fuck. Fuck. Nightcrawler, I'm pretty sure it's called. Yeah. Yes. I love that movie. Yes. So there was some, I think that's why I'm, uh, like, subconsciously bringing him up, is there was comparisons to his character in Nightcrawler See, I just, as the Joker. I just, like, seconds ago thought of Nightcrawler for the first time in a while, and I was like, oh, yeah, those are pretty fucking similar. So they, like, essentially made, like, a post. Someone did, um, they had the Joker face paint on his nightcrawler character yeah it just like made so much sense yeah yeah i could see that for sure like yeah i love that movie that's Uh, it is an amazing movie but going back like i was so 
just I was ready for just one standalone film mm-hmm. that's like you know it can be so good on its own. But when they said that they might do another one, I I honestly got pretty excited. I think they I could, was like wow. they could do a lot. What are they gonna do here? A lot more. I think. I think if Todd Phillips remains behind it, it could be good mm-hmm. because the second Hangover was good, and I was like I trust his ability to sequels. I never watched the third Hangover, so I have no idea. But people didn't like it. Um, yeah. Obviously, I think it might be excessive. What I'm excited about in the terms of it being a standalone film is it launched the studio DC Black. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was hearing something about that. I, I'm excited for... Because I've always been more of a DC guy than a Marvel guy anyways. Me too. Because as and- as a kid, I, I loved Spider-Man so much. Um, like, literally, when I was like five or six I wore Spider-Man costume mm-hmm. like for a year of my life but like when I got a little bit older especially around like the um, the Dark Knight series I was mm-hmm. like Batman's the best fucking yeah. superhero yeah it was just the like, earliest character dark like re- Batman. Batman Begins dude that whole Christopher Nolan trilogy and so and I think I just I like the DC characters more I like that it's a little bit darker and grittier even like Comic, it feels like a comic, comic book. I hate that when I watch Marvel, it, it's like it, it it tries so hard to exist among mainstream culture. I feel like and yeah, it, and it and it's really like it feels too cheesy. No, Whereas where I, where it's almost I'm pandering. Yeah, where where when you watch a DC movie, it is genuinely like creating this different universe. Mm, different it's a universe, different for like sure. you know where it's like oh. Um, Smallville, uh, fucking yeah. Gotham, like these places that aren't real, but they're modeled after real places, Gotham's so you can interpret. Place. Shut up. Um, it's a, <laughs> so yeah, it's a comedy I club to, in New York. That's it. Uh, <laughs> I needed to just say Gotham is is real. Um, uh, and then like Metropolis and like oh LexCorp, and it's like it's none of this like you know Tony Stark arguing with the real Department of Defense, and it's like yeah, okay, it's like, fucking. I don't really care about that. Um, speaking of which. On the on the lines of like an alternate reality and and DC, have you watched Watchmen yet? No, I don't have HBO yet, dude. Should, I don't have you that. Be HBO man. I I am too busy. The last thing I need is to fucking have more shit to. No, watch. I understand, <laughs> but like, even if you're even if you don't care, Game of Thrones was amazing. Um, I, can, I can't do I can't do the fantasy thing. Okay, but like it's like another it's the same thing, another reality, different yeah. different reality. That's fine, but in comic books, I believe people talk like that. Yeah, okay. But like okay, so Westworld, mm-hmm. I want to see so badly. I've been like, wanting to see Westworld since I heard about it. Um, yeah, it was so I remember when it first came out, but still um, haven't seen Westworld. It's very sad. It's great. Uh Chernobyl. It's, there's just so many mm-hmm. good shows. Like, I don't know how they keep I've heard such good things about Chernobyl. Mm-hmm that I'm confused at how something with that source material could mm. be so good. Cause it's, yeah, it's, I, no I don't even, I'm not even spoiling. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just perfect. Perfect. It's just so good. That's how I would describe breaking bad to people. I remember watching breaking bad. It was, I just didn't appreciate it at the time. I don't think. I think that happens so much where I'm like, like with Taxi Driver, that's what I was saying. I just watched Taxi Driver again recently and I was like, holy shit, this movie is a 
amazing. Yeah. I'm like it, I was like, oh my God, what was my problem in <laughs> high school where I was just like, get to the violence. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm still like, get to the violence. But that, it, it is a slow burn that you're just like in. Yeah. You're just in it with this fucking guy. It's uh, great. But with the whole thing, th- th- what I really liked about, um, what I love about Watchmen, like, mm. as the, the graphic novel itself, it is an entirely different reality of the United States. Like, um, there is a character, Dr. Manhattan, yeah. who who single-handedly wins Vietnam mm-hmm. for the United States. Wow. Which brought Nixon's approval rating to 100%, which abolished the amendment of only a two-term presidency. So Nixon ended up serving for like 30 years in this reality. I really don't know my Watchmen history. People love Nixon Mm -hmm. in this reality. And so- I would never want to live in a world without Hunter S. Thompson who hated Nixon. (laughs) Yeah. And so this, um, and there's so much other, like uh, I can't remember who, who the author, he's really great author for to, who did Watchmen and a bunch of other mm-hmm. um, comic books. But um, I remember reading something that he said, like he goes down to the every last detail of all the minor characters. And so yeah. just like the entire reality that he built is just so rock solid um, when it comes to like, I guess, lore and just... Um, are, are you talking about Alan Moore? The guy who yeah. wrote... Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I I, I, that's why I just wrote his name down too. I right? could not remember. He did the Swamp Thing series. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all of it is just so rock solid. And so there's so much of it that, um, it's kind of hard to keep track sometimes, but this new series takes place in, keep going, keep going. This new series takes place in 2019. Uh-huh. So it's like, there's still people with like Nixon, like statues outside of their like RV, like home places. That's um, then there's like a young, younger new characters mm-hmm. that take the mask of the older characters and the characters from the comic books are, are the aging now new characters, all gay, black, lesbian, trans people. No. Okay. So, I, don't <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Let them be. Go ahead. No, absolutely. That's, cool, That's what I was afraid of is when I hear things take place in 2019, if there, I hate when there's like a just a big pol, like a just a grossly obvious political skew, whether it's far right or like right oriented, conservative oriented, or far left. It's like this is gross because you're alienating half the audience, and now I have to think about this when I'm watching it. You know uh, what I mean? so, I'm gonna let you watch it, and you can decide. absolutely. Well, I honestly, I'm gonna watch it and go. Oh well, if it is, yeah, uh, if no, it's, it's good, it's good. I I really won't care that much. One episode out so far, and it's super confusing because I had a, after I watched it, I had to relook up uh-huh. everything about like Watchmen. Did you enjoy the Zack Snyder movie? I haven't watched it in a long time. I remember I watching it after it came out when I was copies. If you want to borrow it, if you don't have a. Uh... If it's I, not on streaming stuff. I might do that. I Because I watched it right after it came out, and I was like 10 or 11, and I was like, oh, superheroes. And right. then I... Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. And then I watched it again later on. It's still been a while, and I was like, okay. I I remember, like, people... It's a beautiful movie. Like, it was, like, before The Dark Knight, and people weren't really ready for, mm-hmm. like, a gritty, dark superhero 
movie and yeah. I mean, like, even like the, the graphic novel was like gritty and dark and yeah. these superheroes aren't heroes they're real people who just put on a mask and like try to fight crime and it's like a real storyline that mm-hmm. makes sense and could happen but it's in this weird alternate reality world um and so i think people just weren't ready for that and so it didn't do as well as i think it would have if it was released a couple years later have you seen or heard of the boys on prime yeah, I thought about watching it because of how similar it mirrored Watchmen. I haven't yet, though. I, bit, like, I was like, I'm just gonna. I don't know what compelled me to give this show a chance whatsoever. Because mm-hmm. I don't usually go for things that are, you know, too science fictiony, too like super. Especially if it's in some some heroes that like aren't established. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. No, I was that. like five ten minutes in, and I went. Oh, I'm fucking into this show. Yeah, I'm I think not somebody going else told me anywhere. to watch it too. Sorry. It is unbelievable. I'm like so mad that I don't have a second season to watch. Yeah, easily like it's what I wanted Watchmen to be when I watched it the first time. Really, or like the second time, like recently, like when mm-hmm. I watch wa- the Zack Snyder movie, this is what I want Watchmen to be. Okay, and it's not Watchmen is too. Um too up its own ass as far as like the universe goes it's like too fucking high fructose corn syrup if that okay. makes sense like yeah, it, like to me it's just too much <laughs> so this new series it's it's not based on the graphic novel it's just like all the events that happened in it carry over and so it's like a new story so it's it's refreshing to okay. watch i like it interesting okay i i I need to get an HBO eventually mm-hmm. just because there's countless things on there that they I have like a streaming service now to where you don't need like the cable subscription. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So HBO like, now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's like, you don't even need to like, it's like a Netflix subscription. Agreed. Yeah. I, I understand. Have you heard about everything that's going to be on Disney plus? Mm, I saw that they released like a huge list of stuff. And I remember like, I don't remember any of the specifics, but I don't remember anything that would make me want to get it. I like the Mandalorian. That, I was gonna say the Mandalorian's enough for me. That would All, that, that was. It's eight bucks a month. Yeah, I already have so many things. Well, that's the thing is, I was like, I'm gonna cancel my DC Universe subscription because Swamp Thing got canceled. I don't need to watch that anymore. Mm-hmm. I um, I don't even because like if there was one thing, I don't know what it would be that I would get rid of, but that was really cool that I would want to watch. But other than that, I don't know. Also, Bill Burr is in The Mandalorian, so that's all I need to see (laughs) The Mandalorian for. Um, What else is going to be on there that you're excited for? Um, Just all the old Disney Channel movies, honestly. Ones that I, like, didn't really get a chance to enjoy as thoroughly. I was never a huge Disney guy anyways. Me neither, but, like all of the stuff that I did like is on there. So I was like, okay, there's stuff that I really appreciate. Um, I'm trying to think of... I, the things that come to mind is going to be like all the Marvel movies, all the Star Wars movies, all the Star Wars series, all the fucking... The Mandalorian was legitimately enough just so I could watch The Mandalorian because yeah. Boba Fett and Jango Fett were mm-hmm. the best my characters. favorite fucking characters, anti-heroes, just b- bounty hunter badasses. Mm-hmm. But anyway, w- one thing I wanted to add is I think Alan Moore... I my fucking credit nerd credibility is going out the window right now. I think Alan Moore who wrote Watchmen mm-hmm. and something and all that wrote the killing joke. 
which is what Did he? Joker I was just kind of based that. on. I just watched The Killing Joke. Yeah, um, I don't know how I felt about it. It was too short. Yeah, it was definitely too short. I think he wrote the fucking... Yeah, he wrote The Killing Joke. Really? Pretty sure this is what it is. Yeah, novel by Alan Moore. So yeah, he wrote okay, that, that and that's sense. what the... So we're talking about Watchmen and Joker, and he's fucking the mastermind behind the shit. He's such a goddamn enigma to me. Yeah, because he doesn't... He just he wrote he writes those, but he doesn't get involved in any of like the and he the hates adaptations. the adaptations, yeah. yeah. Which is so like, why don't you just do it, you twat? <laughs> um, no, because I guess he did it and he wrote it, and that's all it, he thinks it needs to be. Fair Anyways. enough. I think I have a comic book. Where is it? Did he? I need to look something up right, right now. There. Go for it. Look it up. I need I to grab this like comic book. Right I had here. this Batman comic when I was a kid that my uncle lent me that I never returned. And um, yeah. okay. I want to say that he. I feel like Sorry. I haven't read it since I was a kid, mm-hmm. but like his his name is on it in my head, and I need to see if he wrote it. I just realized I got the same phone you did. The red one. Yeah. That's dope. I don't even know if I... I think I remember you showing me that and going, oh, fuck, that's the color I want, too, was the red one. Okay, no, he did not. Which, which comic was it? Which it was, it was it? a Batman Grendel. So Grendel... Grendel. Was a... How do you spell it? G-R-E-N-D-E-L. It's uh, written by Matt Wagner. Um... I don't know if that rings a bell or not, or it just is a common name. And it sounds Originally familiar. a noir comic in the style yes. of European titles such as Diabolic. It has evolved into Wagner. It has evolved, in Wagner's words, a study of the nature of aggression. Um, Ooh. In 2009, Hunter Rose, the first Grendel, was ranked as IGN's 88th greatest villain of all time. Wow. All right. This no is more. All, no more. All from Wikipedia. Don't tell me anymore because I want to do this myself now. Now it's something to look up. So, uh, yeah. And I guess there was a crossover of Batman and Grendel um, that my uncle lent me when I was a kid. And I thought Alan Moore was connected, but he's not. So this whole. Side but this is how conversations this ha- this is how conversations happen. They bleed into other things. I have this Swamp Thing comic book here. Um, it's by Alan Moore. He did probably like with Frank Miller, one of the mo- more famous um, incarnations of Swamp Thing. I forget what this one's called, but I literally literally ordered this. This is a comic book directly from nineteen eighty something. There's ads in it. What is this thing called? Um, <laughs> It's fucking the one where he has sex with this girl, but he's a fucking plant, so he can't really have sex with her. (laughs) So what he does is gets like a hallucinogenic plant and feeds it to her, like fruit to her off of himself. And she has a hallucination and sees everything that he sees as Swamp Thing. And they like have like, a hallucinogenic psychedelic sex through like the elect like photosynthesis and electricity of the world like it is just the most bananas ape shit fucking <laughs> like amazing thing and it's something only alan moore could write let me just pull this 
page up and show you like the visuals. So here's mm-hmm. like the thing she eats. Okay. Okay. And then you can see how he goes from like Swamp Thing and then starts to disappear into yeah. this whole new dimension it's of like visuals. Grinch. Yeah. Just like his, his molecules begin to make sense to her in so terms that he views things. Yeah, and cool. it, the psychedelic like life and death and birth and like shit in here is just so fucking insane. Like, just shit I yeah. never see in a comic book. It's just like one of the most well-regarded um, stories. Just makes no fucking sense. It's comic book sex. <laughs> mm. How they do it. But anyways, Alan Moore. And I think he is one of those people that he knows he did something good. He doesn't need you to fucking redo it and ruin yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. I like mean, he did V for Vendetta. Yeah. I think I knew it. Man. Hmm. Sorry, excuse me, folks. No, okay. I'm getting parched. It's too fucking hot, man. The state mm. needs to just burn off already. It's trying. It tries every year. It tries to burn off and kill everyone. I remember last year when I, I moved here a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. It was like the rainiest season in, you know, like 10 years or whatever. Uh, oh, remember? yeah. Remember? It was really rainy last That year. was so weird. It was I like loved- literally brought us out of the drought. Yeah, it did. And I loved every second of it. And I was like, I was like, it was like August, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm gearing up. It's finally gonna start fucking raining," and it isn't. It hasn't rained since May, April, maybe. No, like February, <laughs> March. Trust me, my body feels it. My body knows. Mm-hmm. God, it's been terrible. Like it's been raining in Washington so much recently, and I see it on the weather app. Like, mm-hmm. Motherfuckers, I feel dehydrated like spiritually like not even like <laughs> physically like i feel dehydrated like my body i'm not at my full potential ever because i need the water i like that dehydrated spiritually might, might be the name of the episode folks Dehydrated spiritually with aiden abbott uh what else do you want to do um Mm, Ooh, 530. 5.30 I should get to my song Because I gotta go to Vista later Alright, let's hear this fucking thing Okay. Do you want me to pause? And- yeah, pause Alright, and then- All right, give me a sec I'll just get set up Alright, folks This one's for you It's called Long Slow Goodbye By Queens of the Stone Age Where have you gone? Everybody wants to know Where have you gone again, my sweet? Everybody wants to know Where you go? Where you go? Oh I'm just a ghost among your street Waiting when you're coming home I'm just a ghost among your street Waiting when 
That was fucking great, dude. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I fucked up a little bit on a couple parts, but that's what it is.